0: Well, this is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Uh, Good Wednesday, noonday to all of you, and I hope that today is a good day for you. Whatever you are facing today, we continue to pray for uh, Dixon County and our surrounding area, so many who are sick and ill, and uh, some in our church, we pray for them and their quick recovery, and I pray that you are staying safe and that you're making good choices uh, as it relates to your health. And we hope that you'll be in church as often as you can and uh, continue to pray for the work that goes on day by day here. And I'm glad to see you and have this opportunity to communicate with you if I'm not able to see you in person. Well, we continue to think about timely answers from God's Word. Here's my verse for you during these days. Proverbs uh, fifteen twenty-three. A person has joy in giving an appropriate answer. And a word at the right time, how good is it? So we're talking about answering questions we have with what the Bible calls an appropriate answer. Appropriate answers are always biblical answers. Appropriate answers are always the wise counsel of God's word. And it's a delight To share with you every chance we meet, whether I'm preaching on Sundays, Wednesdays, or have the opportunity to do this with you on Wednesday at noon, it's always a delight, it's a joy to do it and to share with you these answers from God's Word. They help me, I hope they help you, but oh, a word at a right time, how good it is. So I hope these words will be good for you today. Now we talk about an interesting question today. So here's the question for which we need a timely answer from God's Word. Question, what is sin? Oh my, what a question. What is sin? Uh, Maybe, why is sin such an important issue in the Bible? It seems that God's Word, all through the God's Word, the Bible, sin continues to be uh, displayed and described and lived out from the stories of the Old Testament all the way through the uh, stories of the New Testament. All of the biblical characters, all those that we study in God's Word, all of God's saints have also been great sinners. So, what, uh, what is sin? Well, I'm going to bring us today to uh, a summary verse in 1 John. John the Apostle, uh, says a lot about sin. And he talks about the remedy for sin that we'll talk about at the end uh, for us. Uh, But he uses this verse in 1 John 3, 4, and I want to use it just today briefly to describe for us all what is the nature of sin. Well, here's what 1 John 3, 4 says. Everyone who sins... And that would be all of us. Everyone who sins is breaking God's law. For all sin is contrary to the law of God. 1 John 3, 4. Let me read it again. Everyone who sins is breaking God's law. Everyone who sins is breaking God's law. For all sin is contrary to the law of God. Three things I want to point out to you quickly today. Number one... We sin and we break God's laws. We sin and we break God's laws. Listen to uh, Exodus chapter 20 as we remember the, the Ten Commandments that Moses was given by God. You remember God wrote these as we talked about last week. God's Word was written by God in the very beginning. And Moses brought the Ten Commandments to God's people. I'll just read them to us. And let's think about this. Because sin is the breaking of God's law. Okay? What is the law of God? Well, God says you shall have no other gods. This is Exodus 20, chapter 20, verse 3 and following. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall... "...not make for yourself an idol or any likeness of what is in heaven above, or earth beneath, or in the water under the earth, and you shall not worship them or serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on children on the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing loving kindness to thousands to those who love me and keep my commandments." You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not leave him unpunished who takes his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter male or female servant or your cattle or your sojourner who stays with you. For in six days the Lord made the heavens, and the earth, and the sea, and all that is in them, and rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Honor your father and mother that your days may be prolonged in the land which the Lord your God gives you. You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor, you shall not covet your neighbor's house, nor... Covet your neighbor's wife or male, female servant, ox, donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. The law of God. So all of God's Word expands on these essential laws of God. God's law is holy. God's law reveals His standards of righteousness, His holiness. We're to be holy as the Lord is holy. That is, we're to uh, be saved and follow Jesus Christ and then live lives of holiness and seek to... Uh, as best we can in sincerity, obey the law of God and do what the Lord Jesus has told us to do. We won't do it perfectly, but we can do it with sincerity and genuineness. And then when we sin and stumble into sin, we can ask God for forgiveness, as John teaches us and we'll talk about in a moment. So first of all, remember this. Everyone who sins is breaking the law of God. We break God's laws when we are living in idolatry. We're breaking God's laws when we don't honor our father and mother, when we, when we commit murder or uh, commit adultery, sexual sin, when we steal, when we covet the things that belong to others and the people who belong to others and desire what they have rather than we have. So, when we sin, we're breaking the law of God. John also is reminding us here that sin is the practice of... I'll use three words. Sin is the practice of disobeying, ignoring, and rebelling against God's Word and God's law. So let me say it again. Sin, the practice of sin, is seen in the way we live and what's in our mind. We disobey God's Word. We ignore it. We rebel against God's Word. So when God's Word tells us, don't be covetous, we decide, well, we're going to be covetous. Uh, When God's Word says, that we're not to be idolaters. We, we create things and make our own gods and worship them. Sometimes that's a person. Uh, sometimes that uh, has to do with creation and the things that we make at our own hands. You see, Romans chapter 1, verse 18 says something interesting. God's wrath is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. Here's what sin says. I don't care what God tells me to do or what God directs me to do. I will do as I choose. So I have to ask you today, as I've asked myself before I started today, am I living in sin? Am I living in open disobedience to God's Word? Am I ignoring God's Word? Am I I rebelling openly against God's Word? Well, these things become very important for us because your spiritual condition of sin leads you into sorrow and sadness and the way of death. You see, sin leads to death. The wages of sin is death, as Paul tells us. Paul says, we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. So sin is all of our problem. And sin has an answer. But before we get there, one other thing. Sin is opposed to God's law. Paul Paul goes on in Romans chapter 1. You can read this in detail. Romans chapter 1, verse 18 through about uh, verse number 29. Uh, Paul reminds us here that sin professes wisdom but is foolish. Uh, we, We think that we're wise in our own mind and eyes and we're smarter than God, wiser than God. Why do I want to do what God said for me to do? I know what I want to do. You see, this is sin's problem. It's driven by selfishness. Romans one twenty three says that we exchange the glory of God for corruption. And that corruption starts to, when we sin, it affects our bodies, it affects our mind, it affects our emotions, it affects our desires. And so when we sin long enough and and lead ourselves into these wicked patterns, when men and women have not been saved from their sin, sin leads to degrading passions and desires that lead to corrupt uh, sexual immorality and ungodliness. Sin corrupts the body and sin is expressed in all kinds of ways. Listen to this list. When we have sin in our life and we've disobeyed God, it uh, is seen in greed, envy, uh, murder, strife, deceit, malice, gossip, slandering, hating God, being insolent, arrogant, boastful, Inventing evil, as if evil is not bad enough. Disobeying parents. It is, as Paul sums it up, sin is without understanding. Sin is untrustworthy. Sin is unloving and sin is unmerciful. So, what is sin? Well, sin is, uh, as John said, 1 John 3, 4, it is breaking God's law and sin is... Everything, every lifestyle, every thought, every way that is contrary to God's word. So how do we live God's word? What do we do about sin? Oh, here it is. Good news. First John 1 9. Most of you who listen to me know it. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness for his name's sake. Oh, for the oh, the blessing of being forgiven of my sin, and for my sins being cleansed and washed away. How did that happen? Well, secondly, remember this, because you have believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, if you're saved today, if you've trusted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, He took your sins upon the cross, and now because of that, you can be freely forgiven of them, and be released from your sin. You can be justified where you were once before God and you were a sinner not at peace with God, but at war with God. Oh, praise God for the Lord Jesus Christ's death on the cross. And remember, no sin, my friend, today is beyond the forgiveness of God. No sin is beyond the forgiveness of God, but every sin carries consequences that can last a lifetime. Let me say that again. There is no sin there is no sin beyond the forgiveness of God. But every sin carries consequences that can last a lifetime. Heavenly Father, I thank You for my friends today. I thank You for this time we've had in Your Word at noonday. What a time it is for us to come and remember and be sobered by the fact that we, we have sinned. Each one of us have sinned. We all know the ways we've sinned. We still stumble into our sin as believers, but You forgive us because of the blood of Jesus Christ. We can be cleansed of our sin, but we must confess it. We must admit it. We must turn from our sins and repent and come back to You. I pray, Lord, that You would help us to do that so that we might live in the full victory of forgiven sin. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, I hope that the rest of your day is a good day. If this has been a blessing to you, as I always ask you to do, if you're on Facebook, would you share this with someone today and uh, pass it on to them, pass the link on to them if you're watching on YouTube to someone you think this might be a blessing for. I look forward to seeing you on Sunday and may the Lord bless you and I hope that today is a wonderful, good day for you in the Lord. God bless you.